following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Welcome to Him for Her Radio. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him Prison Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. If you say what you want to say And let the words fall Honestly, I want to see you be brave What you want to say And let the words fall Honestly, I want to see you be brave Hello, hello! This is Shugbury, and I am the host of Him for Her Radio, a show just for you. Here we will discuss women's hot topics, and this, ladies, is a place where your voice can be heard. Him for Her Radio, you can find us on uh, the web through himprisonministries.org, or hey, jump on Facebook at Him for Her Radio and post us your thoughts and ideas. Some great suggestions are coming in. I'm loving to see them through the different avenues, and we are aiming to discuss them all. So keep listening, ladies, and sending us your challenges and your victories. I want to hear the good news, too, and I'll do my part and address those hot topics so your voice can be heard. Well, what's today's hot topic? You asked for it. Here it is. Does God still heal today? Thank you for that topic question. You know, this can be a really tough, sensitive topic. As I was praying on it, I wanted to really be sensitive to those that maybe have lost people who have not been healed today. But would you bear with me to the very end? Let's look together at God's work first and go listen to the very end of the show and then weigh in with the Lord. Now, as we look at scripture, we learn that there was a doctor on board with Jesus and his name was Luke. And he was in scripture as a physician. Luke witnessed a number of miracles while he was hanging out with the Apostle Paul. He knew that they came from God's intervention. But you know what? Luke still continued to administer medicine. Now, let me make this clear, ladies. God gave us doctors and those in the medical professions to be used by him to heal us. God uses them to bring health and healing to us. Now, we still need to do our part. We need to pray and intercede for those hurting and in need for both physical and spiritual healing. But prayer moves the hand of God. But why does God heal some and not heal others? Why do good people, babies, loved ones die even after fervent prayer? Well, we're going to discuss this and talk about it, but I want you to put on new lenses, like you're putting on new glasses so you can see things as God sees them. You are now tuned in to Him for Her Radio. The show is just for you. Find us online or jump in on Facebook at Him for Her Radio. Hot Topics. Ladies, today's topic is, does God still heal today? When God gives the gift of healing, it is always intended for one thing. I'm going to repeat that. When God gives the gift of healing, it is always intended for one thing, and that is to glorify Jesus Christ and point us to believe in his gospel. What's the gospel? It's God's word. It's his Bible. Now, I want you all to know, none of us has the authority to heal. Only the creator does. 
That's why we pray in the power of the name of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 12 says the spirit gift of healing is for the common good of the church. In fact, miraculous healings are the exception, ladies, not the norm. Romans 5 and Romans 8 in the New Testament almost make it, also make it really clear that healing is a sign to the world that the kingdom of God is invading the domain of darkness under Satan's rule. I love that. Go God. It's a witness that the reign of death and this age of futility is whew, coming to an end, ladies. Matthew 4.23 says, Jesus taught and healed, proclaiming the gospel, healing every disease and every affliction among the people. It is also why Jesus sent out the twelve and later the 72. He said he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure illnesses and diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal. Luke 9 and 10. God does that with us today, too. We're called to pray. Are you praying, ladies? You know, Scripture says you don't have because you don't ask. I really want you to be praying. Pray big. I mean, you've got a big God. I mean, pray for the best. So we're called to pray, intercede, and expect in bold faith God's healing. Now, healing is meant to bear witness to God's kingdom to come, Matthew 6. Now, I just want, just for a moment, those that might have just tuned in are wondering, what are you talking about, Chug? We are talking today. The women's hot topic, him for her radio, is does God still heal today? My pastor, Pastor Joel Johnson from Westwood Community Church, once said something that really opened my eyes to this reality. I, I hope this helps you, ladies. He said, most of us feel like we live in the land of the living. And when someone dies, we feel that they go to the land of the dead. But in reality, it's opposite. We live in the land of the dead. And those who have gone before us in Christ are now in the land of the living. Hallelujah. I mean, doesn't that just give you a whole new perspective? In Philippians 1.21, Paul tells us, for to me... To live is Christ and to die is gain. Well, what does that tell me? It's a win-win either way. I mean, I'm going to repeat that. It's a win-win either way. My Uncle Bill, he went in for surgery and I was praying for him. And I said, you know what, Uncle Bill, I love you so much. But it's a win-win either way how this comes out. Because to live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, Lord, I'm not done yet. I hope you're not done with your evangelist yet. So just keep me here on this earth as long as you want. I want to keep bringing in the people. Now, in our limited vision, we view death as a punishment or a loss. But as a believer in Jesus Christ, they have crossed over to the land of the living. In Luke 23, the criminal hung on the cross next to Jesus. Do you remember the story? Jesus is hanging there, his last few breaths. And the criminal who was hanging next to him said, Jesus, remember me. When you come into your kingdom, Jesus answered him, Truly, I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. Today. I mean, look at the words God used. He said, Truly, I say to you, today, not tomorrow, not in a week, not in a couple months, not when you try a little harder. No, not today. You shall be with me in paradise. He describes it as paradise. I can't wait. 
So ladies, we need to, first of all, when it comes to healing, put on new lenses. Here on earth, we live in the dying and are entering the land of the living through Jesus Christ. Now, many of you are suffering with both physical and maybe also spiritual illnesses. But cling, ladies, cling to the hope of the Lord. Surrender your circumstance to God, for God still heals today. In Scripture, God tells us to pray, pray without ceasing, and pray in thanksgiving. Hello, when I'm praying for somebody, I'm already praying like it's done. I praise you, God, for who you are. I praise you that you are going to heal this person. I'm just going to praise you, Lord. You're going to work in such a way that we will know without a shadow of a doubt it is you. But our prayers might not look the way we want them to, but God answers according to his will and his plan. Second Corinthians, I have lived by often. Second Corinthians four sixteen to 18 says, I want you to mellow in these words, ladies. Listen up. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away. Mm-hmm. I can tell you it's happening. Yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles. Now, hang on there just for a second. Your troubles might not feel today like they're light and momentary. In fact, your struggles today might feel like you're so weighed down, you're going to suffocate. But God tells us that our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes, ladies, not on what you see, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Ladies, put new lenses on and begin looking at your life here on earth as temporary, momentary troubles, because we need to focus our eyes on the glory that is yet to come. I have seen with my own eyes the heartache and outward wasting away in prisons over in Africa and the United States, time and time again. I've seen physical heartache. I've seen wasting away spiritually. I tell people in prison, don't waste your life in prison. God can use this as a platform for something great for him. Don't ever be ashamed or embarrassed of your past because God is able to heal that and use it for his glory. Oh, ladies, pray big because we got a big God. I am living my own life in the impossible. Well, what do I mean by that? If you're just tuning in, this is Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. And today we're talking about the topic of Does God Still Heal Today? I'm living my own life in the impossible. Let me just back up a little minute, a little minute and share with you what happened. I have had a front row seat to see God in action, not only in my ministry and in the healings of other people, but in my own life. Those of you that are pastors, you get what I'm going to say. You know, it seems to be when you preach on something, you have to live it first to truly be able to share on it. Unfortunately, this is what happened to me for God's glory. It all started after an excruciating pain and surgery from a diseased gallbladder. That morning I was working out. I, I, I used to belong to something called boot camp because I believe in total punishment. <laughs> 
And I was working out on the treadmill, and we had it at a 9% slant, and we had to book. And the guy next to me was half my age, and I said, keep up with the old woman. By that afternoon, I was sitting in the hospital. I had a diseased gallbladder. I had the most pain. You you guys have had that before? It is so painful. The doctors looked around inside of me to figure out why this happened. They didn't find any uh, stones. They didn't find any passing. Everything was intact, but yet my... um, gallbladder was infected and needed to be removed. But what they did find was surprising to us all. What they found was bile being backed up from my liver into my gallbladder. After several biopsies and further investigation, I was diagnosed by three, get this, three different doctors on three different occasions that I had a very rare disease called PSC. Primary sclerosing cholangitis. What that is is hardening of the liver bile ducts. My doctor informed me my liver was attacking itself. There is no cause for this rare autoimmune disease and no cure. Zero. I would encourage you to support people with PSC and support the research that's being done. Because it's so frustrating to say, hear someone say, you've done nothing to cause this and you can do nothing to cure it. Well, how did I feel when I was diagnosed with a liver disease? Well, probably not the normal response. I found it was no coincidence I was teaching through the book of Job. Yes, you heard me, through the book of Job and at the time with the women in prison. So why is it that you experience what you're teaching? In Job chapter 1, And chapter two, Satan approaches God. That gets really exciting. I tell you, the Bible is the best soap opera ever. I mean, pick it up and read it, ladies. But in the first two chapters, Satan approaches God, and God allows Satan to consider his servant Job. Now, a lot of words happen in the meantime, but I'm going to get right down to it. God places a hedge of protection around us every day. But every once in a while, it is slowly lowered for our endurance, our strength, and our testing. But God is still protecting us. Read in the book of James, especially the first chapter, on our perseverance and how it's a joy to experience difficulties. Why? Because it makes us stronger. Now back to Job for just a minute. Job continues to praise God and not curse him after losing all of his wealth and his family. Well, That didn't make Satan happy because he was still praising God. So what did Satan do? He continued to pursue and finally attack his health. However, God trusted Job. Now, I want you to put your lenses on and look through this like God would. It was like a chorus of saints in heaven cheering Job on. Woo, woo, woo. You can do it, Job. You can do it. Can you hear it, ladies? Do you know that those saints cheer us on? as we encounter illnesses, challenges, or when we face the impossible. Fast forward to the Mayo Clinic. We're sitting in the doctor's office, and the doctor looks at my husband and says, Blair, do you realize how serious PSC, primary sclerosing cholangitis, is? People often need a total liver transplant from this disease, and many have died. Most people who find out they're diagnosed with it are already in the later stages because it takes that long for the symptoms to show. Shug is in between stages three to four, 
the later stages of liver failure. Oddly, ladies, I found myself in the background of the doctor's office doing a high-five dance. Why? Because like Job, God found me worthy. God found me, Shug, worthy to glorify him through this disease. I felt like he trusted me with whatever the enemy throws my way. I told myself, I guess I'm not going to only be preaching in prisons, but I will now be sharing the gospel at liver seminars and hospitals and with doctors. Hallelujah. A whole new evangelism territory. Yes, it was difficult, I'll admit, to absorb the PSC liver diagnosis. I'd be lying if I didn't say we cried and prayed all the time. Both Blair and I, my husband, truly surrendered this diagnosis to God. Ladies, it's such a gift to have a man who loves the Lord and will pray with you. I could begin to see my skin growing more yellow and jaundiced with passing time. Call me crazy, but I never thought I was going to die from an illness. I mean, with all the places I share the gospel, all the places I risk my life, I always thought I'd be shot in the head as a martyr or something similar. My husband again said, would say, God is not done with his evangelist yet. If you're just dialing in, this is him for her radio. My name is Sugbury. Women's Hot Topics. Does God still heal today? My husband said, God is not done with his evangelist yet. From this diagnosis, I felt I had a new perspective when I shared about God. I would go around to the different speaking engagements, and I would share the verse, outwardly we're wasting away. I can tell you that. I got liver disease. I mean, you just don't know when it's going to tank or if it's going to plateau. We don't know what's going to happen. But inwardly, we're being renewed by Christ day by day. Why would you waste your life and not be refueled and renewed by Christ every single day? Oh, what did it do to me? It fueled my urgency all the more to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Fast forward several years later, after years of doctor's appointments at the Mayo Clinic, again with my wonderful annual colonoscopy, my wonderful liver tests and blood work that they are so thorough at taking, they earlier had discovered that I had ulcerative colitis, which often goes hand in hand, and also they kept checking and monitoring my colon for cancer, which goes with this rare disease as well. My Mayo doctor, at the end of the two days of testing, was about ready to give me my annual summary And she comes in the door with a downcast face. I started to think to myself, "Uh uh-oh, did I slip into level four, stage four? And right off, she says, Shug, what are you doing different? And I thought about it, and I thought about it. I said, you know, really, doctor, nothing new except for a whole ton of prayer. The doctor continued and began to get this well up in her eyes. She started to get ready to cry. And she goes, I have seen so many patients here at the Mayo Clinic, and I never have been able to tell someone this. But you are completely cured of this incurable disease. I can only see remnants, she says, of the scarring from this disease. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. She softly asked, would you tell me more about this prayer? Well, you should have seen this Mayo doctor as she intently listened to my response. She said she was going to go home and share it with her kids at the table. I responded, besides family and friends praying for me, I remember a specific time when I was in Africa, and I prayed things seemed really different. 
I had just finished in a prison in Africa, giving an invitation to Christ to hundreds of prisoners. Now, I often step back after this exciting time, and I allow my interpreter to give a prayer of healing then after that in his own language. I knew what he was going to say and what he was going to do, so I followed along. He had asked everyone to place their hand on an area that they need healing. Ladies, it broke my heart to see the different places that men had put their hands, either on their heart, on their stomachs, on their heads, on their legs. Oh, I stepped back into the crowd and I placed my hand on my liver. I bowed my head, and while he prayed, I asked God, God, would you please heal these countless prisoners that were there that day? But Lord, heal them first. But I promise you, God, if you decide to heal my liver, I will shout it out from the mountaintops and tell everybody. Oh, my Mayo doctor was in awe because I, I said that kind of loud and I suppose that people down the hallway heard me too. She softly said, I will report this in my weekly meeting. And my husband asked with anticipation, I bet you they're going to follow up with more investigation, do her healing. But the Mayo doctor quietly responded with downcast eyes. Most likely no one will follow up because it was prayer that healed you. You know what? She was right. I never heard a word again from the Mayo Clinic. But the first person I told was the parking lot attendant in the Mayo Clinic. Guess what? I'm healed. I mean, I don't know if she hears that every day or she's taking money, but I told her that moment. God healed me of an incurable disease. God still heals today. So how did I feel after being freed from this disease? It's hard to describe. I was so humbled. I felt I wasn't worthy. But yet I was elated, and I instantly cried. Now, I don't cry easily, but in that doctor's office, that second when I got done shouting with excitement, I cried that God took a moment to look upon me and choose to place his divine hand of healing on me. God, who is man that you are so mindful of him? Get this, ladies. Not only am I healed from PSC by God, but he also healed my ulcerative colitis. Gone! Wish he could have taken care of some of my hormone problems, but he didn't. He chose to heal this, and thank you, Lord, for that. But during those years, I never lost faith when I found out I was afflicted with this deadly disease. Nor did I doubt God's ability to heal, because he still heals today. In fact, he's using doctors today in the PSC world to come up with ways that they can heal this as they study and they learn. But I didn't expect God to heal me. I never doubted he could, nor did I doubt he would choose to, but I loved the fact that he trusted me with this suffering to glorify his name. He trusted me to glorify his name in the good times and in the bad. That's why I surrendered to his will, ladies. It wasn't like, okay, yeah, I'm going to roll over and play dead. I got a disease. No, it's because I knew God's ways are not my ways. Whether I live or die, it was a win because either way I was with Christ. Now, please understand, I don't know why God heals some people and doesn't heal others. My heart breaks for those that are suffering. I'm currently praying for babies with life-threatening heart problems in the hospital who may never come out. I'm praying with people for cancer and long-term painful illnesses. You should see the things I see in here 
throughout prisons in the world. But what I do know without a shadow of a doubt, it's not my job to doubt God. It's my job to tell you God still heals today. It is with Christ that we enter into the land of the living. It is with Christ that we receive him in our life in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why do I tell you this? Because I want you to say yes to Jesus. And if you say yes in a prayer to Jesus, you invite him in, you realize you're a sinner, that you can do none of this on your own, then you can live in such a way that you will always have Christ in you. It will be a win-win. Ladies, say that prayer today. Invite him into your life. And I want you to know you've got a God who still heals today. I'm Suge Burry. This is Him for Her Radio. Until next time, ladies, I love you.